You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello and welcome to Luke's English Podcast, the the real British English podcast. And uh, this is episode two of the podcast. And I'm, I'm very pleased because I've already had a couple of emails from uh, a couple of people who've listened to the podcast and um, one of those emails comes from uh, Jose Manuel in Alicante in Spain. And he asked me um, about Easter, because it's Easter at the moment. He asked me what we do normally in, uh, in the UK at Easter. And, um, well, it's, uh, it's funny you should ask that, Jose. Jose, I'm sure that's how you say it. Um, because right now um, I'm at my parents' place. I've, uh, I've travelled up on the train from London and I'm at my parents uh, house which is in the countryside in Warwickshire and this is a typical thing that people of my age do they normally kind of travel back to their parents houses and they spend time with their families together and um, actually in this episode I'm going to um, be joined by my dad so I'm going to interview my dad about Easter so um, he'll tell you some typical things about uh, Easter time in the UK and so that's that's going to be our feature in part two. And then at the end of the podcast, I'm going to talk about um, ad, uh, some adverbs, some useful adverbs um, in response to another email that we got. Um, and so that's what's going to happen in today's podcast. OK, so I'm now joined by my dad, uh, Rick. But obviously, I, I call him Dad. Don't call him Rick. Um, hi, Dad. Hello, Luke. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. Good. Um, so, obviously, I'm here um, at my parents' house because it's Easter at, at your house. This is what I normally do, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a time to get together with the family. Right. Okay. So, um, so Easter then. Um, now, Easter is a season when we remember the death and rebirth of Jesus Christ by telling our children that a large rabbit comes in the night and leaves chocolate eggs in the garden. Mm. Now, um, I don't know about you, but that seems a bit strange to me. That I don't know what the connection is between um, the, the Jesus thing and a big rabbit and chocolate and eggs and things. Do, what do you think about that? Well, this idea of the Easter rabbit coming and bringing eggs is a bit of an American idea, right. really. Um, and uh, I think that... Um, it's a very interesting mixture between Christianity and old pagan beliefs. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, the the Christian um, celebration of Easter is, as you say, about the uh, crucifixion and then after three days, the resurrection of Christ. So it's, right. a, it's a crucial, um, you know, celebration and stands alongside Christmas, the birth of Christ and then the death of Christ, the two right. big Christian okay. festivals. Okay. So that's the Christian thing. You, yes. You said something about pagan. What well, does that mean? Well, of course, uh, you know, experts will tell you that, that 2,000 years ago, when Christianity started to, to spread across Europe, it, it did, if you like, take over the, the pagan festivals that already existed. So pagan is the kind of religion it's that people had pre-Christian be before Christianity. Yes, okay. um, and it's got a lot to do with various gods and, and superstition. Okay. And, uh, of course, uh, pagan times, there was a big winter festival 
and there was a big spring festival. The spring festival was, of right. course, the festival of of uh, fertility and and growth and new growth and, and new uh, life. New life, right. and of course, if you lived in a, in a society where it was very important that the crops didn't fail, yeah. this was a time when you wanted to have all the good luck you can get and have the gods on your side to make sure that the crops. Uh, didn't did, had a very successful season. Okay, so before Christianity, then Easter was a festival, a pagan festival, when people celebrated the start of new life and springtime and good luck for your, you know, your farming for that year, right? Yes. Now I understand the egg connection because an egg is the symbol of new life, right? But why? Now, actually, one of my students asked me this uh, last week. Why do we have chocolate eggs? Why chocolate? Well, I, I must admit I'm not entirely sure, but my guess is that people have given each other eggs at, at Easter time, or if you like, at springtime as a gift, mm. because it is, as you say, the time when all the birds are laying their eggs. Right. And and you know, chickens. Uh, and stuff. Well, chickens, but all the wild birds are nesting and and, mm. and building eggs, mm. uh, making uh, making nests and laying eggs. And the the we remember that in the old days. Um, people used to use the natural resources very, very much. Uh, right. the, the berries and the eggs were a resource. I so mean, they, they would go out into the countryside and gather the eggs and eat them. Right. So they used the so eggs. The egg, egg season came in, and yeah. people would no doubt give each other eggs as presents. And then when when we discovered the joys of chocolate, I suppose it was a natural thing to give people so chocolate eggs just, instead. Just, just a sort of gift thing. It's just a gift, which symbolises new new um, new life. So it's nicer, really, to give someone a chocolate egg than just an egg, because just an egg. I mean, it's all right. You can boil it or fry it or something, but it's. It's nicer as a gift to give someone a, a chocolate egg, I suppose. Yes, I suppose. Yeah. Um, uh, right, so uh, let's see. What do English families usually do then at Easter in the UK? Oh, um, yeah. What do English families normally do? Well, Easter? it is a traditional time for the family to get together. Yeah. And it's, it's a long weekend. Right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And those four days is when most families you know get together and they yeah. these days they get in the car and they drive to the parents or the grandparents and it is very much a family get together so and bit, they give each other you know chocolate eggs um in most most households when, yes when i was a kid um i remember what uh, you and mum used to do is at easter you used to um, hide eggs you used to hide chocolate eggs um, around the house or around the garden and me and James James and I would um, go and try and find the eggs um, so that was always fun what did you do when you were a child well I remember um, I used to go to my grandparents house they lived up in the north of England in a, in, a, in the countryside mm. and they had real boiled eggs hard boiled eggs which would were boiled in water that had been coloured with something. Right. So you have to. You were given uh, a pink egg or a blue egg or right. a green egg. Yeah. And we would roll them. This was really quite a, a, a you know a well established um, tradition that you roll the eggs down some kind of bank. Uh, um, um, and you, what, you know, down a hill. You oh, roll hill, the eggs hill. down a hill. A hill, right? Um, why? I'm not sure, but that's what people did. They used to roll the eggs down the hill and run after them as a kind of a game. So you'd you'd walk up a little hill with your blue or pink eggs, and then you would sort of roll them 
down the hill and then run, and then after, run them after them and have a lot of fun running after that's right and then, and, and then if your egg broke it didn't matter because it, it was hard boiled it was cooked okay. and you would then eat the egg at the bottom of the hill that's what you did right. you rolled it down the hill and then you See. chased after it and you caught it and you ate See. it right well it sounds like lots of fun um, I suppose these days if um, you know I, I think probably children are so lazy now that if you uh, if you hid some chocolate eggs in the house they probably you know, would be too lazy to, to get up and try and find them. You'd probably have to leave um, iPods or something around the, gar <laughs> around the garden so that people... Because, you know, if you left an iPod in the garden, then a child would probably get up in, from, in front of the TV and, and try and find it. I think kids these days are too lazy to do anything, really, unless there's an iPod involved. I, I don't really agree with you, Luke, and I know you're really <laughs> just uh, teasing. That, right. um, the point is, of course, that it's fun, and kids do like yeah. to search for things and to hunt for things, whether it be a little chocolate egg or, indeed, a little chocolate rabbit. And right. uh, sometimes um, you hide little chocolate rabbits around the house right. and ask the children to find yeah. them, and they love it. I, uh, I hit a rabbit the other day in the, in the car when I was driving. Really? There's lots of rabbits around here. You know, I was, I, um, my parents live in the countryside, listeners, and uh, there's lots and lots of rabbits, especially at this time of year. And I was driving the car to the station to pick up my brother James, and a rabbit ran out in front of the car. And I didn't hit the rabbit with the wheels, so I didn't squash it. But the rabbit went under the car and I heard a kind of noise. Plonk. I heard a kind of doom noise as the rab probably the rabbit hit his head on, on something under the car. I looked in the mirror and there was just a dead rabbit. What a horrible <laughs> thought. Mind you, we do see an awful lot of dead rabbits on the roads these yeah, days. There yeah. are thousands of yeah, them. That's right. And they do have a terrible habit, the rabbit habit, mm. of running out in front of your car. They're stupid, they? Aren't wait they? until you're coming yeah. and then they run out. Yeah, they're, what they, yeah they, they're, 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 they're just stupid, really, aren't they? But anyway, there's so many of them that it doesn't matter. Well, it's a pity so. for that particular rabbit, but there's nothing much you can do about it mm. when it hurls itself in front of your car. Well, there's lot, plenty of food for the, for the birds. Yeah, that's the quite world. right. <laughs> Lots of birds eat the dead rabbits. They, the crows the magpies and the buzzards, they, of, they live on the rabbits which are killed on the roads. Right, right, yeah. Well, thanks very much, Dad, for uh, you know, talk, agreeing to talk to me. Um, yeah, it was very nice, thank you. Okay, and I hope you have a very happy Easter, yeah, ha Luke. happy Easter to you. Thank too. you. Okay, so that was my dad. Um, very nice man, very uh, very well educated. He knows a lot of things about uh, history and all sorts of things. So I was very lucky to be able to interview him. Um, now, um, like I said at the beginning of the show, um, I had another email about um, an English question. Now, um, I got an email from Miho in uh, Yokohama in Japan. And she asked me uh, what basically means because she heard me uh, in the first podcast using the word basically a lot. And uh, she's right, I do say basically um, quite a lot. It's a very common word, particularly for me. Um, lots of people use the word basically. Now, the word basically is uh, an, ad it's an adverb, and adverbs are great words, very useful words that you can use um, at the beginning of a sentence. Now, um, a word like basically doesn't really mean 
very much, but people use it almost like a habit. Um, really, um, basically, is used to say, uh, b before you say something, you use the word basically to say that you're going to say something in a simple or basic way. Okay, so for example, if I use the word basically, you, you put it at the beginning of the sentence and you'd say something like this. Uh, basically, this is a podcast to give learners of English some listening practice. Okay, um, now there are lots of other adverbs that you can use in a similar way at the beginning of a, a sentence. And you, you probably know adverbs because most of them end in L-Y. Now, we get lots of different kinds of adverbs in different positions in the sentence. But the adverbs I'm going to teach you now are ones you can use at the start of a sentence. Um, so we've got adverbs like basically, actually, obviously, strangely enough, frankly speaking, recently, unfortunately, amazingly, and uh, uh, hopefully. Okay, so I'm just going to give you some examples of that now. So let, we'll start with actually. Um, actually, this is only the second podcast I've ever done. Okay, so there's an example. Now, for if you speak Spanish um, and some other European languages, actually, in your language, means currently, meaning now. So actually doesn't mean now. It just means um, as a matter of fact, right? Um, so, actually, this is only the second podcast I've ever done. Um, the third one is obviously. Obviously. Now, we use obviously to say something that's obvious. So, say something that everybody knows. Now, um, football players use obviously a lot when they're, uh, when they're doing interviews. Now, just as an example, you might say, Obviously, we were the best team in the competition. Right Now you would say obviously because your team won. So of course your team was the best team. So obviously my team was the best team in the competition, for example. The next one is strangely enough. Strangely enough. Now that's used to, to say something that is strange. Okay. So for example, strangely enough, I don't really like fish and chips even though I'm English. Right? So that's strange, because most English people like fish and chips. So strangely enough, I don't really like fish and chips, even though I'm English. The next one is frankly speaking. Now this is something you would say that's rather honest. Okay, so, um, yeah, so for example, frankly speaking, it was the worst film I've seen in a long, long time. So if you're being very honest about something, you can say frankly speaking. Frankly speaking, it was the worst film I've ever seen. Um, the next one is recently. Now, you probably know recently. It's some, it, we use it to say something that happened um, in near or close time, right? Um, so, for example, recently I've been listening to lots of Rolling Stones records. Okay? Recently I've been listening to a lot of Rolling Stones records. Okay? The next one is um, unfortunately unfortunately. And we use that one to say, um, to talk about something bad that's happened. Okay, something that you regret. Okay. Um, so, for example, unfortunately, I had to leave before the end of the lesson. 
Okay. Unfortunately, I had to leave before the end of the lesson. So that would be a bad thing because obviously you want to um, be in the classroom for the whole lesson. But unfortunately, I had to leave before the end of the lesson and I missed the most important part, for example. And finally, um, the next one I'd like to, sh to teach you is amazingly enough. We use that one to, to describe something amazing. For example, amazingly enough, I've never been to Edinburgh. Amazingly enough, I've never seen a musical. And amazingly enough, I've never been to Harrods. Well, that's amazing because I live in London and I've never been to Harrods, right? So amazingly enough, I've never been to Harrods, okay? Um, oh, there's one more, and that's hopefully. Now, if you hope for something, um, then you can use hopefully. For example, hopefully this podcast isn't boring, right? Okay. Um, right, so that's, that's the end of part three, and that's the end of this podcast. Uh, don't forget to email me. Um, I'd like to end with a question again now. And the question this time is, um, what kind of music is popular in your country at the moment? So what are people interested in at the moment in terms of music in your country? So, for example, is it mainly English language music, so in music from America or Britain? Or is music from your country more popular than English language music? Um, so don't forget to email me. That's luketeacher at hotmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you very soon. That's the end of the podcast. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for downloading Luke's English Podcast. Don't forget to email me at luketeacher at hotmail.com.